And we are back home on the range. And does living in Montana mean that everyone is having incest with their family members? I don't know. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Don't Be Tardy. We are here for episode five. I can't believe it's five already. Halfway there, almost. <laughs> I'm your host, Elena. You can follow me on all social platforms at hey underscore it's lay. We have Suzette to my left. Hey, guys. Suzette here. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Suzette Bab. And I have Candace on my left. Hey, hey. It's Candace and A. Rice, a.k.a. Pimp Fried Rice. You can follow me on Instagram at underscore Pimp Fried Rice. Why did I mention incest in? the teaser. Mm. Actually, it wasn't me. It was Brielle. (laughs) As you guys know, if you tuned into the episode, we are back on the range in Montana, Croy's hometown. Unfortunately. (laughs) Uh. No Starbucks. No Starbucks. No Starbucks. (laughs) And Brielle seems to think that it's such a small town that all the... She she said that the people there just remind her of of incest. She was like, it's like incest. And I was like, wait, that's not where you insert that. We need yeah. to get t-shirts that say, Brielle says, dot, dot, dot. Because <laughs> sometimes I'm like, does she really think this for real? I was. Sitting- it's like the Jessica Simpson syndrome. The things you're saying, you're like, what? Right. <laughs> I mean, I could see where she's getting it. Like, But like incest, it's just like, it's not even the correct like Guys, word. I was <laughs> sitting there and I, lit- I was afraid to ask. I literally had to think to myself, wait, what does incest mean? <laughs> like, she made me feel like I didn't know what it meant. She was yeah. like... You know, the, the town reminds her of incest. She was like, it's like incest. I was like, wait a minute. And we don't believe that Montanians or whatever you call yourself. Basically, there's no one living there. So she's thinking it's slim pickings. So people might be. I, I could see where she got it. Nah. From, but that, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, reminds it, it's like incest. Like, you can't assume that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but maybe like somebody's cousin and. and because well, not many people. Thank you for the last reel. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> you do give us a lot of laughter. So, um, in Montana this episode, we got to get a tour around Croy's school, which was really awesome. We got to see him play with his kids on the same football field that he played with. What What did you guys take from just that scene of the show? Like, or at least... How how did it how did it feel to know that he's gone out into the NFL and then he went he was able to go back home and go to meet with some of his old teachers and you know just walk through the building and see his pictures on the Hall of Hall of Fame? I think it's actually like a really beautiful moment. Yeah. And I really think that these last uh few episodes has really been like, you know, Croy's defining moment. Like look where you started and look where you are and look at the family that you've created. And so like seeing seeing how far he's come in his humble beginnings, um, it I think it means a lot more to Croy than what he's expressing in the show. Absolutely. Um, to bring his boys there, to bring his family there, as as different as his family is but to bring his wife, Kim, there and to show them all the things that made him who he is. And then to come from that to the NFL, into this to fame and the fortune and the spotlight, it's um, it's a long road coming from Montana. Yeah. So I think that it, I really think that it means so much more to him than what he's even expressing in the episodes. Like, you know, mm-hmm. as far as emotional, because, you know, he's a man. You know, Croy can't be like, oh, you know, this means so much to me. You know? <laughs> I I feel like Croy, I hope that he gives a lot of women hope because, again, he's just such a sweet man. The fact that all of his teachers, they remember him. They're so proud of him. So even 
you know, even now they remember him and he touched a nerve and he doesn't just do locker room talk or whatever you think that these men are saying and doing. No, because here's a man. I just got to bring it in there. Hello. Here's a man that, um, you know, fell in love with an older woman, adopted two children. He's he still stands by them all the time. Now, remember, he met Kim when he was 27. And we've I mean, he's not like some partier. He just does the right things. He. He um, really works hard to get to where he is, and it is important that that they go back there and kids can see that, and it's even important for himself, though I don't think that he needs any refresher of that. It's it's really, really very touching. But you can tell that even while he was there, he had like a twinkle in his eye. So I definitely agree with you, Candace, when you say that he's not showing us as much of the fulfillment you know, with him being there. And I think that his way of showing that to us are the little jabs when him and Kim are are being interviewed. He's like, oh, so you want to move to Montana? He's like throwing it in there and sliding it in there. And even when Kim was like, we're not going to have a cow in our backyard, he was like, you know, maybe. So I think those little sound bites that we're getting from him is him trying to express just how much he loves home and how, like, he just lit up. Like, he was just, he fit there and it all of it makes sense and even yeah. when he was explaining you know this is why I'm so calm because it is such a peaceful you know state it's such a peaceful place to be in and I'm like yeah I, I can I, I can now relate more to you Corey because I see where you come mm-hmm. from and I understand you a little bit more and I think we can we can all identify with that. You know, we've all come from different places yes. and then we've all, you know, migrated to big old Los Angeles. And, you know, we go back home and although we remember why we left, there's still uh, something about our hometown and everything that comes with what made us who we are and why we got to this point that just makes us like, wow, you know? Absolutely. I have to feel that him being there, I really think it's very, very hard on him that he doesn't talk to or see his parents. Right. Yeah. You know just for how much he's about family and now that he has, you know, these children, I really think he just doesn't talk about it, but I think it really, really is super hard on him. It was an awkward moment for me this episode to even watch him going through his school and he ran into, you know, uh, one of his old, like one of his mm-hmm. teachers. And even when he was talking to the activities director, you know, they're trying to catch up on what part of the city do you say? And you know, that small talk that you usually have. And then not knowing, he was like, oh, well, have you gone to visit your parents? And for me, it was like crickets. Like that was awkward. Like I hate it even to want to have to be a fly on the wall for that situation because yeah. you can feel the tension. It was just like, oh, no. Like, he tried to just brush it off. But we know. We've been talking about it every episode. We know that you're not speaking to your parents um, for particular reasons. And Mm -hmm. it's something that we've been wanting the show to take a direction toward. Yes. And it's still, like, avoiding it. So I guess, how how, how was it when you guys, like, watched that scene of today's show? Um, Well, you know, I, I really pretty much feel the same way. Um... It is pretty awkward. Yeah. Um, And I don't think that, you know, any of us that's watching will ever know the entirety of the details. Yeah. Uh, But, I mean, it's it's an unfortunate situation. Um, Luckily, he has a... He has a wonderful immediate family that's able to keep him busy. So, you know, that is a blessing. But, you know, I would love to, you know, obviously know more as all of us who are fans of the show would kind of like to see him patch that up. So, Absolutely. And this season... so. I love this season, but I I feel like it's almost just all about fun, which is great because we know Kim is all about ask, believe, receive. She's all about positive energy. She doesn't want to deal with anything that's negative, but I still wish that it was a little deeper at times. I mean, we all love sometimes the drama of reality TV when there is 
a little pain or is, you know, it's something where we can kind of, you know, see the reality in that because not everything is perfect. Absolutely. So I didn't love Home on the Range too. I felt like it could have just been one episode. Um, but that's just my personal feeling. Um, I definitely am excited just to see where the season is going to go. We're yes. on episode five and, you know, we have plenty more to go. And I just wonder what the meat of the season is going to be like what is going to when we're at that final episode what is going to what what is our takeaway going to be what a drama and and, and it's it's not even like and it's not even more so like drama Mm because you know like it's, it's not it's never gonna be like drama you still wanna feel moved when you watch a season of something yeah. Yeah. whether it's reality whether it's um, you know a 30 minute comedy you kinda wanna feel like you've come away with something and it yeah. doesn't have to be an entire episode yeah. you, but t- touching on it talking about it just getting to that you know cause at, at this point it's like we're walking on eggshells at least for us viewers mm-hmm. um, especially since we've been following the show it's like okay we know that there's more going on here you guys are just giving us the surface mm-hmm. right. and I think that us as fans we've proved to be more loyal than not so let us in like mm-hmm. give us you know let, let us take this journey with you yeah um I do want to say that I just had a thought. I also want to take into account that, you know, she did go through the stroke and mm-hmm. I feel like maybe that was just too much. So, which is probably why we're getting like all of the fun now. Exactly. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. So let's. And there's also just so many people in the family. Yeah. So it's not just like if you're watching just Kim's life, you know, now it's even Kane and Kaya, just the little ones. Everyone still has their place and we're seeing all of them. So I think that that's hard, too, because they can't just focus on one person's storyline. Which we got to, I guess, get a taste of while they were in the gun store. (laughs) (laughs) I got an absolute headache. Just imagine toddlers just going wild. That's like taking a kid to the the toy store. And KJ, he's so far beyond his age. Like, he's such a little man. Oh, my God. He wanted the BB guns. Like, and he, I do feel like he is like a little Croy. He really is. But Croy's softer than that. KJ's like a little more... Daredevil? Uh, yeah, more daredevil. <laughs> He's like a Kim mixed with a Croy, and that's yes, scary. Yes, he has that's that scary. Kim. Like, I'm gonna go <laughs> he has it. that fire. He definitely is feisty like Kim. You have to remember that Croy is used to being around guns. When I think of guns, I think of like, oh my gosh, scary guns. Yeah. But for in Montana, they go on their range and they're shooting, and so it is a very safe environment. But why is it that Brielle and Ariana always have to watch the little ones? Where are the two nannies? Which is funny because even while they were in the store, they weren't they necessarily watch. I watching seen them. A nanny yet. I'm like, where are the nannies at? We got a peek at, at, at the nanny when they were. Um, I feel play, like she was like sitting on a chair, like tackle. comfy or something like that. Well, maybe the maybe the nannies are there to like tame all of them when the cameras aren't around. Down. Because I could only imagine bad. like if we're getting a taste of how energetic everybody is on camera, I can only imagine doing that when the cameras cut off and you have the camera crew and you have all these people that's just a part of this production. I could it. They probably are there for. They like probably the put them to bed, or if Kim and Corey are doing their own thing, or mm. you know, they're kind of there for for that time, which makes sense. Yeah. All I know is that the nannies are needed. Yeah. Because we got to Tom's see ten, Tom's ten. Brielle and Ariana not watch the twins how they were supposed to be watching. So we definitely need eyes on the toddlers in the there house. There still has to be more with Brielle and getting a job and doing something. We have that's why I said like this season we're just like on? touching the surface. Like we're walking on eggshells. When are we gonna get into the family stuff that we've we're so used to? That's mm-hmm. one one thing that we have to get into. Um mm-hmm. 
However, with the new direction of this season, if it's a new direction, I do love the time that Croy spent on the football kit, the football field with his um, with his sons. Mm-hmm. That was just a very heartwarming moment to know that this is where you started from and this is where you're going. Um, and even when they went out into the fields, let's talk about the field because he traced Brielle with cow poop. Wow, yeah. And Brielle, <laughs> guys, Brielle got on down. Like, Brielle <laughs> took off. I've never seen... Like, well, I've never I seen I've her, ever seen her run, but... You <laughs> literally have the boys playing with cow poop and guns, and you have the girls putting on fake lashes, you know, <laughs> putting on their push-up bras and their heels. Like, it literally couldn't be... Even the littlest one, Kaya, like, she's in Burberry. It's just... It's so hilarious to me. I love Surprisingly, it. Surprisingly, Chef Tracy was on the side with the girls. Oh, my and gosh. And I, I, I mean, you know, she has, like, this toughness about her. So I expected her to be out there trying to toss cow poop, too. Mm-hmm. But she was, like, on the side with the girls, like, nope, not today. And I was like, <laughs> okay, Tracy, do, do, do you. Um, and I guess one of the takeaways from that scene is just how hilarious Brielle is. Yes. Just she's her, such a girl. Her being she's herself. Really girl. Funny. Yeah. Even her Snapchatting the cows and she's like, dinner. Like, that made me laugh yeah. literally out loud because it was funny, but it was kind of true if you are a meat eater. It and was then like, the Angus is good comment. <laughs> I could. It's her personality that <laughs> really does it. make people fall in love with her because she does just say, like Kim, she definitely says whatever she wants. She doesn't hold back. But one thing I was going to say is that this is the best time for them to take these trips and spend time together, especially because we don't know what's going on with Croy. Right. So it's really the best time for the boys to have that time with him. And not everybody can. I mean, there are some... You know, even dads that work nine to five or work doubles to support a family or dads that aren't around. So I think that they are doing something right and always they really do have like a good family unit, which we've said before. Yeah. But if they didn't take this trip, we would have never known that Bruce was hoarding one of Kim's wigs on that his wall. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Who gave it to him? Yeah, he claims what? that Croy gave it to him. But I, I think it. he might have secretly stole it. Because on Home on the Range Part <laughs> 1, he mentioned trying it on before. Yes. He has a little piece of Kim with him at all times, which is sweet. It's scary. That's kind of weird. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but he has like um, deer head on the wall. It's just like it's just like another thing. It's like a it's like a little statement piece. I think I'm about to cry, and not because it's probably like six hundred dollars. Not because I love wigs and weaves, but just because when Kim saw her wig, she was like. What, how'd you get her? How what'd, you, <laughs> what'd you do with her? Like, so I was almost sympathizing for the wig. Like, like it's a whole human person at this well, point. Well, doesn't she have her wig Instagram? She has an Instagram that's devoted to Because she has wigs. so many. I love <laughs> it. No, look, I'm trying to get at that level. Like, own as many as possible. Wigs are, like, heavy and hot. They are, you but know? when you're fabulous, you don't care. That's true. That is, you don't even feel Pain the heat. You don't. Pain you don't even beauty. feel the heat. Exactly. When you have like wigs like him, like you just, it's, it's whatever. It's a part of who you are, and they have personalities. You mm-hmm. know, like the red one is. She rocks it. Well, she doesn't have a red one. But she I was, I was like, I'm she sorry. has a red I'm one. I'm starting to start. I'm starting to speak from like personal experience. <laughs> your red one, okay? Did you see me on my face? I was like, she has wow. a red wig. <laughs> Can you wear your red wig next week? <laughs> I could. I love it. We finally got a call from Mr. Buddy Baker uh, this episode, which is Croy's agent, who called with an update. Except, which really wasn't. It wasn't an update. <laughs> These agents are always trying to make you feel good. Oh yeah, we, you know, it's just right around the corner. Just stay positive. Everybody wants you. Okay. And it was like the things that he was saying, yeah, you're right. This is the prime of my career. I do want to think about long term, not short term, but 
where where are we? Like we we knew that already. Well, yeah. it's great that he still wants to play because I still could see him doing sports updates, going into like sports announcing. He totally could do that now Absolutely. more than ever. So sometimes it's like, do you still play? Or while you guys have a reality show, you have stuff moving, like Michael Strahan. You know, do you start to? maybe already start venturing out there. What do you think? Maybe. I mean, I feel like he's just... I, I think that he's, he, feel, he may feel like he's just too young to go that way yet. Because when you do see all of the anchors and, you know, the people who are talking sports, they're much older. And some of them have already retired. Mm-hmm. Or they um, stopped playing because of an injury or whatever the case may be. Although he was injured, he has gotten past that and he still feels like he has... We saw him running after Brielle. Right. You know what I mean? So I think he still like he still feels like he's never going to be this young again. Mm-hmm. So while he can and while there's an opportunity, play. Because once he takes himself out, you can't revisit it again. Mm-hmm. Well, look, running after all those kids, he's in shape. So I'm just like, get on the field. His body's built. Because yeah. <laughs> dealing with that sure. family, that's... That's that's your preseason right there. Right. So <laughs> he needs to get on that's the field while he can. He so, I mean, I definitely see where you're going. And we would love to see because he has the face for it, you know. Oh, definitely. A personality. He's personality. serious. He learns. He's a hard worker and hard workers always win. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think that Kim will love that because it'll allow him to be at home more um, and not have to go away for trainings and camps. And, you know, when the season starts, you're tired, you're going, you're traveling. So it definitely would be good for both the family and him and it'll give him time to relax his body. Um, But, you know, if he can still play, we want to see him play. I I do too. So I don't think that next episode will be on the range anymore. There's no Get Starbucks anywhere. Yeah, Kim, Kim was trying to go. <laughs> There's no Starbucks anywhere near where they were living, so it's time for them to head out, which brings me to some kind of news and gossip. So Kim is now leaving Montana. Um, just like this season, there isn't much gossip. There isn't much meat. Like There isn't much of anything surrounding the show, which is great. You want to look at someone's life and say, oh my gosh, there's no negativity surrounding them. I did see another thing where they brought up again her going to Atlanta Housewives. We know it's not going to happen. But I did see a little. What? I'm just wondering, (laughs) how would it be if she were there? She doesn't need to be, though. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it won't fit at all. Mm. Um, So, it's a great thing. There's no gossip surrounding Kim. Um... One thing in the news is that we will be attending an expo this weekend and hopefully get a chance to run into her. We'll just be going as guests. So if we run into her, that would be a plus. And hopefully we can kind of sneak in some kind of exclusive. Yeah. So if Kim or Kim's team is watching, look out (laughs) for us. We'll try to be sneaking around trying to get some, hey, how you doing? Let's say Mm -hmm. hello to our fans. We'll see. No promises here. Uh, Let's move on to social media. What is happening in the social media realm? Well, we know that um, there has been a lot of takeovers for Bravo TV and for the show just for promotion Mm -hmm. um, wise. However, with social media, I think that the fan base is so strong that the marketing hasn't even been that much. And they almost haven't even needed to market much because she has loyal fans that are continuing Definitely. To tune into the show, um, which is really awesome. So I guess it's not a bad thing if you almost like self-promote and make numbers. Mm -hmm. So kudos to the Don't Be Tardy team and, of course, the Beermans. Yeah. Hey. Kim is so great with social media. Absolutely. And on top of that, she has that personality that either, like, you love her, love her, or you don't like her. And 
So that just that makes hatred for, will get you nowhere. But I do. I, yeah. yeah. I and agree. so it's just like, but it builds for a very uh, a very dedicated and loyal fan base because people like if they rock with you, they rock with you. You know, so. Absolutely. You know what I was going to bring up real quick from, because I thought about it after we had talked about Brielle being like cyberbullied, mm-hmm. and you had said last episode, at least mom always has her back. And you know, I kind of thought, this is kind of being devil's advocate again, but when as a mother do you step back and let, you you know, try to have your daughter defend herself, right? Like if I'm social, if I'm, if I'm bullied on my Instagram, I don't have the luxury, my mom will never be able to defend me. It was just, like, something I was thinking about. I think because of the dynamics of their relationship, she's almost never going to step back. And not in a clingy type of way, just because they have that friendship dynamic. And she almost feels like she brought... And she is very, very strong. Right. Right. And she felt like she she has brought Brielle into the spotlight. That's true. So she definitely can maneuver and act on her behalf. That's very true. But, I mean, what you can also say is that um, she may prepare her for it. Um, behind closed doors and talk to her and be like, hey, you're this personality on camera, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Because I'm sure they have these conversations, you know, that no one else sees with production and everything else and let her know, like, hey, this is how you need to handle it. You know, ignore all of that. Don't, don't, don't let it affect your self-esteem or, you know, how you see yourself and how you interact in this world and everything else. So, I mean, maybe she's having those conversations with her and not, you know, right. she doesn't necessarily have to do that. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. like, we can think about... Kind of, well, I don't want to compare them to the Kardashians, but I mean, Chris doesn't necessarily step in. But then again, you know, yeah. those Card- Kardashian girls are older, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, now it's time to move to our favorite part of the show. It's time for some predictions. Your After Buzz TV <laughs> predictions. What is going to happen on episode six? Hmm. I'm trying to remember what the clip was about. <laughs> you know. You know what? Don't cheat on the clip. So we got a little promo, and we know. I forgot what it was. We know that Kim and Croy are going to get into a little argument about gambling, um, spending that, money next week. Ooh, I'm all over that episode. So <laughs> my prediction for episode six is that we're finally going to start. They're going to start feeding us little bones. Like the meat of the season is going to start rolling out, mm-hmm. and we're going to get a little bit more to latch on. We're going to be able to go through the highs and the lows with them. Yes. Well, I'm looking forward to Brielle in this date. Because Brielle dating, could you imagine the poor, the the boy (laughs) that is going to have to deal (laughs) with her? I am ready to see it. So Brielle on a date, man, bring it on. I want to meet this guy. I want to meet him. I'm like, I'm kind of like Kim. I'm like, let me meet this dude. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to feed off yours. But here's the thing. She's dating. But what about her life? Like, I mean, you're 19 now. Like, you need to bring in some money. I know that, you know, she's been lucky. She got to go to E. We saw her before last season and, you know, try out hosting. So I'm like, okay, you know, is she going to do the mom route and just start dating, maybe find the love of her life and have babies because she doesn't want kids? Or are we going to start seeing, you know, it's going to be Croy. I think it's going to be Croy being like, okay, this is time. What are you doing with your life? So you think because she's going on a date, that conversation may come back up next episode? I'm just saying it needs to. Yeah. Because the thing is, like, when I was 19, I was worried about my career. I had three jobs. I really never yep. was thinking about guys. But I also had to support myself. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, it's all fun and games when you can, you know, afford, you know, $2,000 shoes and do whatever you want to do. But... You know what I'm saying? You got to be careful with guys out there. Absolutely. We will just have to wait until wait next week to tune dun, dun, into dun. episode six 
to see what happens with Brianna. I'm just waiting for I'm all the laughable there. moments. <laughs> I'm waiting for all the laughable moments that's going to come. Well, guys, it's been a pleasure on this evening. Again, I'm your host, Elena. You can follow me on all social platforms at Hey It's Lay. You can follow me at Suzette Bav. And you can follow me, underscore, Pimp Fried Rice on Instagram. Until next time, guys. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 